is the Open Micers Podcast, and I am Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. And we have a guest. And I'm Patty Dwyer. Yes, Patty Dwyer's oh, in the house. <laughs> she needs no introduction. She's, she's got this shit, guys. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> I just jump right in. So let's jump right into it. Patty, thank you for joining us. I'm really happy to be here, you guys. I miss y'all. I miss both of you. I, I miss haven't, you, I I haven't you seen too, either of you I in person you in how long? Like, since February? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, it, was, last, it was right before. I, it was like a week before my birthday. So it was like March 10th or somewhere right before that. Well, that's when we saw each other because you were at that last show I did. And that's the last time I saw anybody. But Jason wasn't oh, there. Oh, at the love shack? No, I, no, I, at the at the juke joint that Friday. Oh yeah. Oh, for Krangus when he's out, yeah. Yeah. Well, I did. I think I did see Jason the day before, so like same time, pretty much. Yeah, I was at the last well, love shack you, show, and that was the last time I saw both of you guys. It was at the love shack. Actually, I... no. Actually, I saw Jason at Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and I it's forgot. funny because it's like one of those things, you know, where. They do the censorship bars across the eyes, and then you, you know, that's enough. Like, really, all I needed to see was his eyes, and I immediately knew who it was. I was like, hey, bro, what's up? Yeah, I was wearing my I didn't mask. even need to look at his nerdy shirt or anything. I just knew it was him. <laughs> yeah, it was, that so was like, about uh, a week or so into the, uh, into the pandemic, and I was wearing my mask because I had to go grocery shopping. Yeah, you look cool. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the protocol for that when you see someone you know while you're grocery shopping now? Because we're wearing masks and shit. But if I see either one of you guys while I'm shopping, I'm gonna I'm gonna hug you. Because I, I know, know you. we just kind of we were just kind of like, hey. Yeah, it was. A and really... I was working. I was buying fruit for work, so I was like, really on on the clock. So I just like kept going, you know. Because that's the thing. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm essential. I'm a hugger. I like to hug people that I know. And we saw each other, and I was just like, do we touch? Or it was no? weird. <laughs> it was awkward. Yeah. We were both just like, I, I don't know what to do. Because I won't lie. I've been, what, hugging, I've been hugging all kinds of people the whole time, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad. Random guy. people, too. Just <laughs> random people at the grocery store. Uh, Rampage has yeah. joined You're us dangerous. in the chat room. Hi, Rampage. Glad you could join us this Rampage. evening. Rampage. Our number one fan, yes. Mr. Rampage, <laughs> helping us with oh, the technical no. difficulties. <laughs> so, Patty, let's uh, let's get into it. What um you you are a very very funny person, and when you do comedy, it seems like you've been doing it for years. So, when how long have you been doing comedy, and what kind of made you want to do it? I'm super flattered that you say that because I'm like a total noob, and I know that. <laughs> Um, I think I started in November, maybe. Um, what it was, was it was just, I've always been creative. I've always written, I've always written short stories and poetry ever since I was a kid, like almost compulsively, I think just to deal with things. And, um, I actually went to school for journalism and my journalism professor was like, you're not a journalist. We have a master's program in creative writing. You should do. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do with that, you know? <laughs> so uh, I just left. Um, but I finally got to a place in my life where, like, I had my shit together. And um, I just, uh, I actually had the, like, mental energy and space to, like, get to be creative again. 
And it's something I'd always thought about doing. And my friend Katya, she had done some comedy in Hattiesburg, and we talked about doing it. And I just decided it was the time to, like, push my boundaries and get out of my comfort zone and try something. And um, apparently I'm good at it. <laughs> so it's been it's brought me so much joy, like, I can't even explain to you. And the community as well, because the the support you get from other people, we all just want to have a good time. And it really is, it's an amazing experience. It really is about the journey for me, not the destination. Yeah. Like, no matter what happens, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do anything else. This is just, it's so fun to me. Honestly, I think that's been the hardest part for me over the last two months through all of this is just, I like the, not only getting up on stage and, and making not only just people laugh, but if I actually get more joy out of making the comedians laugh. Because I know if they're yeah. laughing and, and nobody else is laughing, but I'm fine. if Jacob's like on the floor in the back of the room, I know I'm hitting on something. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's a weird. I love Jacob's big laugh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and that's yeah, the like you're, thing is, you're gonna know if I'm in the room. I sound like a squeaky radiator. <laughs> I just I it's, miss. It's awesome. I miss the camaraderie. I miss like hanging out, talking about, and refining jokes the way we all just kind of hang around and just like. Hey, you, you you should say this, you should do that, like helping each other out and like just hanging out, having a good time. Like, God, I miss it so much. And I just cannot wait to get back on stage with you guys again. Yeah, it's like the best part of an open mic isn't even the open mic. Like yeah. it's it's the back patio afterwards yeah. where everyone's, you Before know, chain smoking. Yeah, before and after. Well, before it's always kind of awkward for me because I'm, I'm always nervous every single time I perform, no matter what, because I'm a perfectionist and I'm like, I really want this to go well. And so afterwards, I'm just letting loose, talking to my friends. We're all hanging out. Everybody's chain smoking. I got a whole <laughs> gallon of Diet Coke. It's fucking, I miss it. Literally. Man. Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. Your mom's back there passing out smokes like a. <laughs> like a, like like the, yeah, the bad kid say, at lunch. <laughs> I'm like, I, I need a, I need to get back out there with you guys, and I need you to give me a bite of your sandwich, Jacob, and I need your mom to give me cigarettes, <laughs> and then things will be back to normal. I gave you like half of that fucking sandwich. I told you, you I'd give you, you a bite. Like three or four bites. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't know, like there is a point in time. Like my mom comes to me, comes with me to every show. And there was a point where everyone had agreed to throw in a little bit of money every week for my mom to buy cigarettes because everyone just bummed like 10 cigarettes a night off of her. <laughs> but we never did, right? I mean, no, that's what the coronavirus happened. Yeah, we had yet yeah. to implement. I that. my own, though. We had yet to implement that plan before the, uh, the pandemic hit. Yeah. We'll get her a bucket. Yeah. Get her a bucket. <laughs> yeah. We should get, change in there. We should pass around like like a you know, like the church plate during the during our stand up yeah. sets for your mom. Just like <laughs> Jacob's mom's cigarette fund. Like just throw everybody or, throw in a couple of bucks. Or even better, everyone just throw in a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> just throw go. in a cigarette into the collection plate. Anyone but who Patty, can get one. Patty, the way you started comedy, though, is really the the right way to do it. Because I had noticed you in the bars at the open mics and everything before you ever even 
before I ever even knew that you had thought about going up, you had just come as a fan to watch and laugh. And you hung out with us on the back patio and was talking to us and stuff. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know who this is, but I guess, you know, we'll make friends or whatever. And then you actually started doing comedy after you were watching it. And in my opinion, you were much better than most of the people who just decide, I want to go to the open mic. I'm going to go on stage. I'm going to do this because you had thought it out. I did because like you, I'm very much a perfectionist, which can also be a flaw. You know, it'll stop you from doing things, but I'm also like, I'm super observant and like very socially like aware. So I just like kind of sit back and pay attention for a while. And I kind of like see what other people do. And, um, and I did watch for a while, and you guys were good, but I also, like, it kind of, like, gave me the confidence. I was, like, and talking to you guys, I was, like, these are just regular people, and, like, I can say some stuff that's funnier than maybe some of those people, you know, up there already. I was, like, I can probably do that. So, um, but Jimmy James is actually the first one who, like, was, like, hey, what are you doing? And I was, like, oh, I'm just watching, but maybe, you know, like, I kind of want to do it. And he's, like, oh, yeah, no, you totally should. That'd be awesome. The more, the merrier. Um, so, but, you know, little did he know that I was gonna, I was gonna be a badass at it, but, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna keep doing it. It's, uh, I'm super passionate about it. So have you been writing? I love to make people laugh. Have you been writing through the, uh, the pandemic? I haven't, like, written anything, like, cohesive, but I, I'm always taking notes. Like, I haven't stopped taking notes since... The first time I've been on stage. And honestly, I've been like, I've been a sad person a lot in my life. But I think that since the first time I went on stage, I've been manic. Like, for like four months, just off of that. It's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's super exhilarating. The only thing I've done really is just kind of, I haven't really sat down and do any writing. I really just have been just like writing down little ideas, like putting them in my, you know, my notes app on the phone, like something will hit me and I just kind of write down like shorthand to just remember it, you know, refresh mm -hmm. my memory. So I got a lot of little ideas that I want to try out. Um, we do have, uh, the open mic is coming back June, what? Second, I think. Uh, yeah. Next Tuesday, June second at, and, at um, the juke joint. Yeah. At the juke joint. So I've got a few ideas I want to, I want to bring up at the show. They're probably not going to be funny, but we'll see. <laughs> at least I'll try to make them funny. But uh, it's like I said, it's really more just kind of like, cause there's no life happening. You know, there's not, and I, I don't want to do yeah, like, like everybody's going to make a joke about the Corona, you yeah. know? And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't either. <laughs> I don't want to be that comedian. It's just like, Hey, uh, so like just making pandemic jokes. I'm like, that, that's that I don't, I don't know. I don't want to do that. Yeah. It, it's just, it's well, too easy for, for me. It's like, I have, like, decades of codependence under my belt, so I can always make relationship jokes. Yeah. Like, forever. So. <laughs> yeah. It, it's really hard to not write coronavirus jokes, though, because I, I, I've been it's writing relevant. a lot. Yeah, well, like, that's, that's our life right now, you know? And when you write something, it's an observation of what your life is right now. So, like, I, I wrote a couple of bits about coronavirus, but they're not very heavy on that. Like I wrote them to where I can rewrite it later once this isn't relevant anymore. Yeah. But also, uh, you just don't want to do something that's too easy to where someone's gonna make a meme about it before you even get on stage and say it. 
Yeah, or you'll show up with the same joke as some other like five minute open micer, and you're like, oh, it was right yeah. there the whole time. Yeah, it was just right there. But yeah. this whole time, I've been, I don't know, whenever I'm not productive, I feel really bad about myself. So I've been trying to work on my first hour of material, like my first special nice. worthy hour. And I think I'm almost there. Uh, after I get a couple more bits written, I think I'll pretty much have it. Dude, I That's got awesome, man. I got so bummed out the other day because uh, uh, on my timeline, well, the, my events on Facebook, the thing it was Saturday night this past Saturday was supposed to be my first um, professional opening gig where I was going to do a 25 minute set opening up for Brent Turhune. And it didn't, of course, it didn't happen because of the pandemic and, uh, you know, the, the way we're cracking shut down. So then the event That's popped cool. up Saturday morning. It was like, reminder, you have an event coming up. And I just, I just sat there like, fuck, man. Stupid yeah. virus. I feel for you, man. That sucks. Yeah. I'll get another Yeah, which one, I mean, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to try to. Uh, you you said you messaged that guy, right? Yeah, we're actually. Um, uh, he said that he's going to be uh, towards the end of the year. He's going to be back on the road again, and uh, he'll be coming back through this way. So I told him we were gonna, we were me and you were going to to set up a show somewhere. Yeah, luckily I I worked up to the point where I can kind of just uh, try to get a show at any bar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking any bar. Any yeah. bar that'll want that guy. We can do a show there, man. Yeah. All right. But, is um, the Love Shack a no-go after this? You know, I don't know, man. That's, uh, for those of you who don't know, that's the open mic that I uh, hosted before all this. And it was hard because the week that this all, the shit hit the fan, like we, the week that everyone was like, okay, we're not going out anymore. Yeah. Uh, I messaged one of the owners of the Love Shack and I was like, hey, are we doing this? Because I mean, if if you're not gonna give me the go ahead, then I'm just gonna say I'm not doing it, because I don't think anyone's gonna come anyways. And it it's, it seems pretty cut and dry right now. But back like when it was first happening, it was like, well, can we still do a show? You know, everything was and, maybe, yeah, yeah. And uh, and you had just I bought that hear... PA too. Like the week I just <laughs> I dropped fucking three hundred dollars on equipment, dude. A uh, hundred fifty dollar PA, a hundred dollar mic, and a fifty dollar uh, PA stand, and uh, I got to use it like twice. But I, I talked to him and everything. And the day before, I still never, I still didn't hear back from him. Like the the entire time I hosted this gig, I loved it. I never had to ask for my check. They handed it to me right away after I was done. But that was the staff that did that, and the owners didn't really talk to me or anything. And so the day before, I was like, look, I haven't heard back from you. I just got to let you know that we're not going to do a show tomorrow. And so let me know when you guys start doing entertainment again, and we'll get the show back running. So I was like, even if I message them, I'm not going to hear back from them. Yeah. Still one of the best places to do an open mic, though. I mean, good Lord, it was packed every time we did it. Every single it was time, really dude. good, yeah. yeah. It those... stressed me the fuck out because I spent the entire week promoting to try to get people in there and thank God it worked. <laughs> That's the thing. Like the people that were there were there for comedy. Like they were there That's for cool. the show. 
And as much as I, yeah, love, we were already getting a lot of regulars on that. Yeah, and as much yeah. as I love the Kraken, you know, it was really, you know, it was a nerd bar, and people were there to play games. So you're constantly fighting back and forth between people that are playing board games and people that are there to watch comedy. And it was always kind of like, you know, we should just make Mondays like strictly comedy and, you know, save the board game for other nights. But, you know, I understood that, you know, he needs to make money. You know, I understand that. But, you know, the Love Shack, every single person was there to see comedy. Yeah, because there's just nothing else going on. It's like you're if you're not there for comedy, then you're there to drink. Well, guess what you can do while you're drinking, buddy? He's watched the comedy. (laughs) Yeah. But I, yeah. I think that was more of a respect thing at the Kraken because I hosted a show there and there were people playing board games when the comedians were on stage. And I asked them the nicest I could possibly ask anybody to do anything to please just keep it down a little bit. And they flipped off uh, a comedian I had brought in from Birmingham who did the show absolutely for free. They just straight up flipped oh. them the bird for like. Hold on, was that like Warhammer night? Yeah. And which was already <laughs> supposed, which was supposed to be over before the show started. Yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah. So you guys that are doing all that are just disrespectful. I, I was, understand now. I was basically shouting my uh, my set at them that night. It was like, "Oh, you're gonna yeah. be loud. I'm gonna be louder." I hosted and I headlined, so I was the only fucker who actually got listened to, and I felt really bad about that. <laughs> like I was the only one who got anyone got to listen to because they left by my set oh that's okay damn uh you're gonna Savages. have a, there's all you're always gonna have a bad night here and there there's no such thing as a, a perfect night every night bro you're gonna have like 70 30 in terms of bad nights <laughs> 70 70 bad nights to 30 good nights dude nothing Are you talking but- about open mic or just uh or hosting Oh, hosting's a hundred percent bad all the time. <laughs> and, your job, your job's to make the open micers look good, and then you get the check at the end of yeah. it. Like, there's a reason only the host is getting paid because he's the one getting shit all over. Dude, nothing will be worse than our trip to uh, Panama City. Panama City, dude. That was... we've talked about this on a podcast before too. Yeah. Ooh, that was bad. It was the worst. I headlined an eight-minute set. <laughs> I was supposed to do 30, and some bitch was like, hey, bring the other guy back on stage. Yeah. And I oh, said, okay. There was a, a fight broke out about a minute into the the uh, the the host, like, you know, starting the show, 30 seconds into the Too show. Too soon. A, a fight breaks out in the crowd. At the end, I, it, everything fell apart to the point where there was a drum set on stage. So I just got on stage and did like a five-minute drum solo. <laughs> and that's what everyone liked the most about the night was the drum solo. Apparently, the, it's the best thing you could have done. But the pizza was good. Apparently. The pizza was pizza good. Pizza was good. <laughs> Made me shit myself. Yeah. It was crazy. That <laughs> like, was like, you don't do that on the regular anyway. Talking about 70, I mean, 30. yeah. That pizza was 70% grease, 30% pizza. <laughs> yeah. So, Patty. Uh, what you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you can go. You can go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to go ahead and go into uh, talking about our top five for tonight. Well, let's go for it, man. So, Age uh, before beauty. Okay. We usually like to do. Before right... I start, um, 
I do have like an honorable mention because the last two episodes of, uh, of Open Micers, you guys talked about The Office. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> you brought up that Scrubs show where they talk about the show. Well, mm-hmm. there's Office Ladies with uh, uh, Jenna and um, Angela, yeah. and they talk about each episode in detail and what's like going on in the background and stuff. And I know Wally just watched The Office for the first time, and he might really dig that one. So I might it's pretty like good. that too. I, I'm going. Yeah. To, what's the name of it? The, the Office Ladies. Office Ladies. Okay, I'm going to add that to the list. Yeah. So what you we know, do I, here, uh, I, what we do here on the show is for our guests, we always do a top five something or other, and uh, tonight we're going to do top five podcasts, favorite podcasts, because Patty is a avid podcast listener along with myself. And, uh, not sure about Jacob. I think he just listens to himself cry all the time. And, uh, <laughs> I only watch. I only watch this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so usually we like to start with our guests. So Patty, what is your number five favorite podcast? Okay, number five, it's not something like crazy amazing, but it's something I listen to almost every day. It's called Sleep With Me, and it's not what it sounds like. <laughs> it's um, sure. it's a, uh, the, the dude is Dearest Scooter, and he does a bedtime story every night. And um, he basically um, talks and like goes on tangents and uh, speaks about really boring things. And um, eventually, like, your brain gets confused and you just fall asleep. And it seems really weird, like, the first couple times you listen to it. But it's sort of super ingenious and it works. That's a cute-ass cat, Jason. Thank you. <laughs> he wanted to be part of the show. He was crawling on me. <laughs> so, uh, Jacob, what is your number five favorite podcast? Yes, my number five. Before I get into it. Patty, I forgot that you were like one of our original listeners, by the way. You're, yes. you're, you're a fan of this show since day one. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank you for that. It's um, good. It's been good. And you saw the thank train you. wreck that was the original episode one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have been episode... asleep, but yeah, I was watching it live. <laughs> yeah. Episode 0.5. <laughs> we apologize for that. <laughs> yeah. But my number five is, uh, is more of a shout out because it's a local podcast. But number, my number five is Twitter sitters, Twitter and sitters. it's uh, uh Twitter sitters like the app and babysitters, <laughs> and um it's hosted by Ryan Adams and Bill Goodman, Ryan Adams who me and you did that show in Panama with who oh, was yes. hosted, <laughs> and Bill Goodman who me and Patty know he came to the Juke and he interviewed or filmed some of me and you for his oh, documentary. Yeah. He's making a documentary about stand-up comedy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was the Valentine's yeah. Day show. Yeah, I remember that. It yeah. was, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Ryan's one of my best friends. I, I love that guy to death. But it's really funny content. Like, you can tell that they're best friends. They just banner back and forth. It's basically just a look into their friendship. And it's oh, it's yeah. one of the only podcasts I can actually listen to and laugh. So, yeah, I really like Twitter Sitters. Yeah. That sounds precious. <laughs> uh, for my number five, I actually... Um, do you guys know who Penn Gillette is from uh, Penn & Teller? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a podcast called Penn Sunday School. And um, it's basically just him talking to... Uh, he's got an, a couple of other Vegas magicians, uh, lesser-known magicians that uh, do the show with him. And uh, it's basically just him 
once a week, uh, sometimes twice a week, where he just talks about anything and everything, uh, different things that are happening in his life and that and you know behind the scenes stuff for Penn and Teller those those type of things. So if you're if you're interested in listening to a really cool kind of getting to know his personality and like behind the scenes stuff of the Penn and Teller show and fool us, you know, the TV show that they do. Uh, give that a listen. It's called Penn Sunday school. Oh, fool us. That, that is, that is a good show. Yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I've always liked that... magic. Uh, so Patty, what did you, you know that, uh, that Penn Gillette was actually the, the voice of comedy central in the nineties. Yeah. He talks about that a really? lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I don't pay enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done a but lot honestly, of voiceover. I'll, I'll tell you guys, I used to watch Chris Angel a lot when I was younger. <laughs> you you look a little bit like Chris Angel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 14-year-old me would be so flattered. Yeah. So emo. <laughs> so, Patty, what's, yeah. your, what's your number four? Um... All right, I'm super into true crime, and, like, one of the ones that I really like is Crimes of Passion. And it's basically, you know, lovers, friends, family, and details and psychological analysis about how this went down and why there's someone murdered now, basically. And they've done some really good episodes on some, like, famous people. Like, um, they did that Michelle Carter girl, the one that was, like, texting the boy and he killed himself. And then they did um, Brendan Phil Hartman. You know, so mm-hmm. it'll give, like, lots of backstory, like, the fact that Bryn was, like, getting back into cocaine and and got caught with Andy Dick at a party doing it, and then, <laughs> uh, you know, Phil got mad at her, and, like, all the drama beforehand. So, like, I eat that shit up. That's hmm. super fun for me. I've never heard of that. I, I love good true crime type of stuff, but yeah, it, it I tends love Andy to depress Dick. me, so I try not, I try not <laughs> to stay away from it. As much you as I can. Dick? I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you, Jacob? What's your number four? My number four is Two Bears, One Cave, hosted by mm. Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Have you, you guys haven't seen this? No, I haven't. I know. That sounds amazing already. Yeah, they basically... It, it's fairly recent, I think, because, I mean, they're before this, they were just pretty much guests on other people's podcasts. But uh, they do one themselves now. And it's it's really cool because it's it's Tom Segura fucking with Burt Kreischer a whole lot. Like he starts every episode, like they'll talk, and then right when they start the stream, Tom will say something like like in response of Burt saying something racist or something like that. <laughs> and Burt's like, "Wait, did we just start?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's really funny. And like and the while I've been writing this first hour. I've been looking at Tom Segura a lot uh, for tone of voice. Like I've, I've really kind of akin myself to him because my comedy is kind of like his already. And uh, I look at Burt Kreischer in terms of improvement because his newest hour is the only one that I've ever liked. It's the only one I think's ever been good. He's improved really? so much in like into his forties. So I don't know. I I, I like I'm, those guys. I'm not, like, super into Burt. Like I haven't watched too much of his. But I love everything Tom Segura's done. Like I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he, he's he's one of the best working comics today, I think. And also about uh, about my list, um, there are some podcasts that I actually, you know, some of my favorite all time podcasts. Like, uh, for example, Smodcast. 
I love Kevin Smith. I love Smodcast, but he hasn't done it in a while, and it's very sporadic now. I mean, you'll go you know, six to nine months without one, and then he'll drop one, and then you won't get another one for a while. So I don't really count those on my list at this point, but even though they're some of my all-time favorites, um, this is all really just current stuff that I, I, I can listen to every week. But my number yeah. four is uh, it's called Film Sack. And it's from Frog Pants Studios, uh, one of my favorite cartoonists, Scott Johnson, um, and three other guys do it. Uh, basically, they, they review movies, but they review bad movies. Basically, uh, the tagline is, uh, you know, uh, scurrying the depths of, uh, you know, um, what does he say? Like, scurrying the depths of, of uh, Netflix so you don't have to or something like that. And uh, they basically just do like all the like this last week they did Beastmaster and then they'll do stuff like crawl and, and things of that nature, like weird sci-fi movies and things like that. So and it's really funny and I really like it. So if, if you dig like listening to people talk about weird movies and stuff like that, that's a really good one to, to listen to. Yeah. Reviewing a bad movie. That's a great idea. That's actually sounds hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So what about you? What's your number three, Patty? Number three. Um, it's called The Story Must Be Told. Mm. And um, basically, it's the, the premise is every episode starts and ends with, um, it's set up like a church service. And so it's like really weird. It really gets you in the mood and it makes you feel like you're part of this weird cult. <laughs> um, it's kind of creepy. Um, and they all like everybody in unison says the story must be told. Like they worship the story. Yeah. And then it has like some sort of strange fiction and a lot of it is like um like dark humor, horror, um sci-fi type stuff, like really mind-bending type of stories. It's like it's like Twilight Zone creepy pastas. It's it's amazing. It'll give you like existential dread out the ass. Um but the whole premise and the way they set it up is um it's just it's wonderful. Yeah. It really gets gets you into that spooky mindset. That's awesome. I love spooky stuff. Yeah. I love extra extradential dread out my ass. <laughs> I, I can't say existential. <laughs> it's a I way of life. School. Yeah. I went to school in Van Cleve. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> what about you, You're Jacob? the only yeah. conscious one out there, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're all in my dream. <laughs> so uh, what, my number three, three. is uh, The King and the Sting. The King and the uh, Sting. Hosted by... Yeah, hosted by Theo Vaughn and Brendan uh, Schwab. Okay, yeah. The Rat King and the Bee Sting. That's why they call it the King and the Sting. And it's basically just Theo Vaughn and Brendan Schwab insulting each other and people that send them stuff. Like, they'll send them, like, pictures of their aunt and uncles. And, like, sometimes, like, it'll be, like, a hot aunt. And sometimes it'll be, like, a really gross person. <laughs> and I don't know. I just love their dynamic of how they make fun of each other all the time. And it's the only time Brendan Schwab's funny, to be honest. Because I don't, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he was a uh, a UFC fighter, and then Joe Rogan told him he should retire on his podcast. It's one of like his most famous clips. Yeah, and he so he he did retire, and then he started doing stand up comedy, and he fucking sucks at it. <laughs> but he he's actually Weird. funny funny on the podcast. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things too. Is like I really love like comedians like banter. Like that's one of the mm -hmm. best parts, definitely. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That back porch roast session. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for my number three, uh, something that's quickly becoming one of my favorite podcasts, Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach and Donald. Uh, it's the Scrubs Rewatch podcast with uh, with all the Scrubs people coming by and, and talking with uh, Zach and Donald. Donald Faison and uh, Zach, what's his name? Zach... Uh, Braff. Zach Braff. Braff. I can never remember his last name. Jinx, you owe me a soda. But uh, but I love Scrubs. It's one of my favorite all-time TV shows. I've watched it all the way through about five times. So listening to them go back and tell stories about each episode and having different guests come on, like they've had, you know, guest stars and the and the other you know main cast, and then the, the director, the writers are coming by on each episode. So if you have any passing interest in the TV show Scrubs and like behind the scenes stories of the episodes, give it a listen. It's so good. I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, okay, my number two. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. <laughs> okay. And um it's um the thing that I love about it, I won't I won't listen to like all all of the episodes, because honestly, I don't want to listen to him talk to Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton, that type of shit. <laughs> but most of them, what it started out as was you know, him talking to other comedians. And and so you have a lot of really brilliant conversations about, um, and, and they get, like, really serious sometimes, and sometimes there's a lot of just riffing and, like, absolute genius just happening on the podcast naturally, you know? Um, like Dana Carvey, when he came on there, they actually brought him back for a six-parter, like six half-hour parts, because his characters and the... It's just amazing, and I didn't even know like he he was like that good, hmm. like so it like really opened opened my world up a little bit. But uh, a lot of amazing conversations, yeah. That's awesome. Sounds so, what about you, cool, Jacob? Man. What's your number two? My number two is the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, and it's only number two because I think when you're doing a podcast. It, obviously, the hosts are important, but I think it really revolves around what guests you can bring on. And Joe Rogan has the best guests. Yeah. Hands down, the best guests. Well, he has fucking Elon Musk coming in. Well, the only reason you know? that I didn't put it on my list is I love Joe Rogan, but I only... Li- there, I feel like there's two different podcasts. There's the celebrity mm-hmm. you know, comedy side, and then there's the MMA stuff. And I do not listen to any of the MMA uh, shows that he does. Cause I'm just not, I, it does not interest me in the least. Yeah. See, that's what I was getting at as, as to why he's not my number one, because I love what he talks to comedians. I love the MMA podcast. Cause I'm a huge MMA nerd, but there's so many different other things too. He'll talk to scientists and pretends he knows what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> He'll talk to outdoorsmen about hunting elk for three hours. Like, no one wants to fucking listen to that. He'll talk about <laughs> DMT trips and psychedelics like it's science with Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo. Yeah. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> talk to a comedian. <laughs> so he's only he's my number two because he has the best guests, but he sabotages himself sometimes. Yeah. But it got him a $100 million deal, so what? whatever. What, what do I know? Yeah, right. I can't blame him for that. I would have done it for like a quarter of that. <laughs> Yeah, I would have done it for two dollars. Yeah, no shit. Give me a hundred bucks, I'll sign a deal with Spotify oh, for my did. soul. I just need a shed, man. That's all. Yeah, 
Uh, let's see. For my number two, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this or, or know the uh, magician uh, Brian Brushwood. He actually does. Um, he's got a YouTube channel uh, called The Modern Rogue, um, and it's sort of like a MythBusters type of thing. But he's also a, like kind of a comedian magician. And then there's uh, he's got and it's a podcast called Night Attack, and it's him and um, another guy called Justin Robert Young, and it is if you if you like chaos comedy like it's a great show because that show is just pure chaos and i laugh every time every week they've got you know different guests come on and things like different kind of internet musicians and things and the musicians will come on and make like silly songs about you know the shit that they talk about and it's just i can't even really describe it just you just have to listen to it to kind of get it. And it's just basically just controlled chaos for an hour and a half a week. And it's called Night Attack. Sounds like a blast. It is. Just just <laughs> give it a... It's not for everybody because they are... Both of their personalities are just like so like in your face. But man, when they get on a roll with some stuff, it's just... It's comedy gold. Okay. So what about you, Patty? Which is your number one favorite podcast? Number one, I, if you know me and you talk to me at all, I don't stop talking about it. Last podcast on the left. Mm -hmm. no, um, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I just, um, I adore them. They're, um, they're like my muses, kind of, in a way. Um, Henry Zabrowski, specifically, because he's the most ridiculous person. He does, he does the characters on there. He does the voices. He's phenomenal. Um, He's an actor and comedian, and then you have Ben Kissel, who is a host on there, and he's a comedian, and then Marcus Parks is, like, the podcast producer and the researcher, and they've been friends forever. They, I think, met in New York, but, um, so, like, you have their friendship, and they they were podcasting before this, so you already have, like, this, this nice dynamic, yeah. and it started off, I think they wanted to do a, like, a horror movie podcast, but really what it became is, um, about... Uh, the occult, the paranormal, um, cults, true crime. Uh, they really cover anything that might have like gore or um, aliens. Those are really fun episodes. Um, and then they do a side stories episode every week too that uh, just Hen Henry and Ben do where they'll talk about like current up-to-date true crime and stuff. Yeah. Which actually when the uh, Tiger King thing came out, like they've been talking on side stories about that shit for like ever. <laughs> so I was like, I already know you guys. I mean, y'all are so behind. See, but um, they just actually came out with a book too that I'm super excited to read. Um, but uh, I love them so much. If you haven't listened to them, like they're one of the favorite ones out there. And um, yeah, go for it. See, I like paranormal type stuff too. Um, and I, the, the night attack guys still do a, another podcast called weird things. And back in the beginning, it used to be about all about like weird stories from around the world, like paranormal and stuff like that. But it's kind of twi uh, twisted to where now it's more just really just a science podcast. And I kind of fallen off mm. a little bit from listening to it. So I'm looking for something new to listen to. That's all about like paranormal and things like that. Yeah, and they like they do cryptids and they do uh, the hauntings and they do they do it all. Like I really one of my favorites is the Rendlesham episode. Um, 
because they have like you know uh, audio footage of of these dudes like they're they're seeing a UFO and stuff and it's super creepy and I'm like this shit's for real. Cool. Um, I know Jacob's listening to me talk about aliens a lot and he did not want to. <laughs> I'll talk. Yeah, to you when about me and Patty, I'm when me and Patty first met, she was at the front porch of the juke joint, like being super animated about some shit about aliens, and I walked outside with a drink in my hand. I was just like. Spoiler alert, they're not real. <laughs> and then she started yelling and shit, and I just went back inside. <laughs> and I'm, just left I'm everyone like else pointing at people. I'm like, no, nah, this shit right here. <laughs> All right, Patty. Next time, I'll talk to you about aliens for, for hours. So <laughs> and we'll just let, yes. let Jacob go eat his cheese fries and drink his Diet Cokes by himself. Give me a bite, though, Jacob. <laughs> I wish they had cheese fries. I like cheese fries. Yeah, cheese fries. Are- we'll have to bring the cheese. That sounds good. We're going to have to wrap this up so I can get some cheese <laughs> fries, guys. So what about you? What's your Are you going down one? there? No. I just want some <laughs> fucking cheese fries. Uh, all right. My my number one is The Fighter and the Kid. Uh, it's It's largely, before the Joe Rogan deal, it was probably largely seen as the most successful podcast in the world. Uh, it's it's hosted by Brian Callen and Brendan Schwab, but Brendan Schwab offers pretty much nothing to it, and it's <laughs> essentially the dynamic is is they bring on almost exclusively comedians because it's hosted by two stand-ups, and they bring on guys like Chris D'Elia, Bobby Lee, Andrew Santino, guys like that, and Will Sasso is a big one. Oh, I love Will and Sasso. They'll, and, and they'll like do these like unrehearsed kind of bits almost. Where it's like a confrontation between Brian and the guests, where they'll just like, I guess that's just how they fuck around. Where this Brian will say like, "Hey, you're being disrespectful," and then they're just they're just like fuck with Brian Callen the entire episode. <laughs> and it, I, you should really look up some of the best, some of the funniest clips of theirs. Like, it's it's some of the the best podcast comedy that's out there. Yeah. Uh, for my number one, uh, it, it, I don't know if, if Patty, you're like me, where you listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to them every day because my job um, requ- really it requires me to listen to podcasts. Because if I don't, I will go nuts in the uh, in the warehouse by myself. So I listen to podcasts. I, yeah, I bake in the middle of the night, so I listen yeah. to them like all night long. So um, I like to listen to stuff that, you know, is very frequent and lots of content. So if you're into daily Mm -hmm. podcasts, there's one I listen to also from the Frog Pants Network that does Film Sack. He does one every day, uh, Monday through Thursday. And then if you're a Patreon supporter of at least a dollar, you get an extra episode on Fridays and it's called The Morning Stream. Um, And basically it's just kind of like a morning show where, you know, they cover news, they do uh, trivia, you know, they have uh, song breaks, they have um, different guests come on uh, every week, and it's just, it's a really cool kind of, I love, I've always loved radio, I've always loved like radio shows, and it's more, it's a it's a podcast, but it's built more like a radio show, you know, where there's different segments and mm-hmm. things like that, so if you're looking for something with a lot of content, and um, so they're up to almost 2,000 episodes at this point. And, um, so yeah, they do it almost every weekday. So if you're really into just really good content and, and, you know, they're really funny, informative, they, they do a lot of cool trivia and things like that. So I've actually won some stuff on their trivia 
during the show. I won uh, oh, some, no, some uh, Steam games a few weeks ago because I actually got through when they did the the, the trivia segment. Uh, I called them while they were live, and uh, so that was awesome. And um, yeah, go check. That must out have been a great feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so, How many times do we enter sweepstakes and just never get anything? You know. But uh, but go <laughs> go check them out. It's called the Morning Streamer. Just go to uh, just check out Frog Pants dot com or just type in frog pants in your podcatcher and it and he actually has one that's um he does like 10 different podcasts and he has one feed that he puts all the podcasts into so if you're on your podcatcher if you just put in the frog pants ultra feed you get every single podcast he does on that one single feed okay dope but it's really now i know you you have another podcast don't you jason yes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've only listened to one episode, and that's because you guys talked about Jason Waterfalls on it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, I watched that one too. That's when I started watching was to, was to hear the Jason Waterfalls yeah. story. <laughs> I, I tried to listen to yeah. more, but I was like, this isn't really my um area. <laughs> that was yeah. What a weird dude, man! <laughs> like, what, what a the strange hell? person. You're just saying that because he's not famous yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he is the best comedian in LA or otherwise. Oh, That's true. The best comedic talent. <laughs> but he works at the yeah, Waffle yeah, House and, and where do you live? Like what Waffle House does he work at? Like Escatopa. Yeah, um Yeah, if you guys want to go see Jason no, Waterfalls, no, he works don't, at the Waffle Don't dox him. We'll get, we'll get in serious trouble on Twitch if we dox him. That dude Yeah, that, I know. And if you just say Waffle Good House, thing it's you'll, you'll never find it because there's a Waffle House like every ten freaking feet in Mississippi. Like you can give yep. you yeah. give directions according to Waffle house be like go down to the third waffle house take a right after the second dollar general <laughs> take a left <laughs> and then take another right at the walmart and you'll be there yeah and, and, so I'm, and I'm gonna tell you the the waffle house that i blindly luckily found him at if you go looking for this guy you're not gonna find him this is the most random fucking waffle house he works at i swear to you you can go to as many waffle houses as you want Unless you're the luckiest fucker in the world like I am, you're not going to find him. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, but he hasn't shown up since, like at least until the pandemic. Maybe during the pandemic, he's been going around looking for open mics and, you know. <laughs> I doubt it because I went to his work. That fucker. I hope he'll be back. I mean, he, that's he, all I wanted when I saw him walk into the juke joint that night. I was like, oh, my God, Jacob is about to tear this man a new one. This is going to be amazing. And that's he true. Couldn't, he didn't he couldn't last long enough. He couldn't make it. till you got on stage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he showed yeah. up and started shit during someone's set. So immediately I went up to Krangus and I was like, hey, bro, put me on next. And he's like, yeah, sure. I got you. And he couldn't wait. <laughs> to get kicked out of the bar to try to start a fight with someone. Well, you started begging me. Like, we were sitting on the couch together, and you were, like, elbowing me. You're like, he's here. He's here. And I looked around, and I was like, oh, shit, he is here. And you were like, uh, you're going up next, aren't you? I was like, yeah. He's like, can I please go? Please, please, please. You were like a little kid on Christmas. Yeah. You were like, please let me go next. I'm going to roast the shit out of him. I was like, dude, go ask Karengas. I don't care. And he didn't last 30 seconds. He walked in the door, Man. got a drink, and immediately started shit with Jimmy James. And then, like, Krangus jumped up, and then me and me and Jacob jumped up. And the dude, like, 
he like gets down in the squat position. He's just like like putting his dukes up like 30 style boxing. He's just like, come on, boys. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, dude? None of you are funny anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what that was the weirdest night ever. I was like, why would you do well, that? It was beautiful. Like, what kind of personality like does that? Like you just effectively killed your comedy career in this area because nobody is going to book you or put you up on a, a uh, an open mic. No one. No one in this area is going to do yeah. it anymore. What what's funny is he probably didn't realize it because it was a pretty light room and it was but it was all comedians. Yeah. But it was, it was and, only like the same handful of people that had already seen him make an ass out of himself at the Kraken. But the thing <laughs> is, all, everyone who produces shows in the on the Mississippi Gulf Coast was in that room, and he yeah, tried to true. fist fight the, all of them. You're not going up anymore, buddy. <laughs> so those of you out there listening right now, if you're if you're listening to this podcast because you're interested in comedy and you want to know how to get into the open mic scene. The last thing you want to do is try to get into a bar fight with every single open mic host in the area. <laughs> every one of them. Every single Everyone one. Everyone except Wally was in the room, and you told Wally about it, and he was like, well, if he tried to fight Jason, he practically tried to fight me, so I'm not letting him <laughs> either. I was say, if Jason's there, Wally's there in spirit automatically. Yeah. Pretty oh, much, man. yeah. That was so like I you just like it was so I, after the the wayward kraken just watching him dismantle his comedy career at the juke joint was the most satisfying thing I've ever experienced in my life because the dude at the kraken started roasting me like he went up after me because I was asking I was one of the older comedians of course and it's like well you go up first I'm like okay I'll go up first. I hate it, but I know I'll do it because there's some new people here. And so I went up first. You know, nobody's in the room. Everybody's outside smoking, of course. There's like three people in the room. And of course, one of them is Jason Waterfalls. He gets up. Everybody starts to come in at this point, And he starts roasting me for being awful. And I'm like, motherfucker, there was like you and the bartender in here. <laughs> Really? It wasn't even a good. It wasn't even like an actual roast. It was like you smell bad or some yeah, shit. It was something, about, something awful. Well, Five year old. I know. Say. I remember exactly what he said. What did he Close say? your he mouth said, or something like every, that. Yeah, it's like every time that guy's mouth opens, it smells like shit in here. Yeah, Get what the fuck? <laughs> awful. And I was like, and I looked around the room, and I'm like. Is he roasting me right now? Like, do you know you've, uh, like, the next time I see you, I'm going to just rip your soul out of your asshole? Really? <laughs> Don't come up. I almost won the roast battle. You do not want to go against me. <laughs> I put on the roast battle, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Try me, bitch. Oh I organized God. it. Oh, shit. That was. <laughs> I'll do another one and invite you. Dude, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I am willing to let Jason Waterfalls come on this podcast. I will put out the I've, call right now. I've thought about that. I've thought idea. about that just because. Just because. Just let it. If he wants to come on this podcast and explain himself, I'm, I will let him come on this show. 
But the minute he starts to roast me or say anything to me about any of that shit, me and Jacob are going to just destroy that dude's will to live. <laughs> I am not going <laughs> to hold that. Just do it anyway. Just wait. Yeah. Because well, when, when we all roast one another, it's done out of love. Like, I love you guys, good. and I will roast you to death. But it's done with love. Like, the like you know, when we did the roast battle, like, everybody that I went up against, like, I love these people. That's why I could do it and felt comfortable doing it. If I don't know you... And you're going to come into my bar, you know, where I was one of the very first comedians there, as well as Jacob, doing the open mics. We're well known there at this point. People come there to see us, and you're going to roast me. No, this is not going to happen. I'm sorry. So if you're watching Jason Waterfalls, and I know you're not, but if someone knows him (laughs) and he wants to come on this show, I'm putting the call out right now. If he wants to man up and grab his balls... And say, uh, I want to go on the show and, and and show that I'm really funny. You can come right on here. I will have him. He can come on. Just let me know. Message me on someone, Facebook. Yeah. Someone will have to tell him because I'm sure he does not listen to podcasts. or. I'm sure he doesn't listen yeah, to he, anything. He blocked me on Facebook, which is weird because I, like I, I had found him at one point and was like Facebook stalking him. And then I guess <laughs> I may I may have made a bunch of memes about him that kind of it destroyed been, his entire. It might have been a handful or two of memes. Yeah, <laughs> that really just teared his asshole apart. Um, and then he blocked me on Facebook. But if anyone knows Jason Waterfalls, please get this to him. Tell him to come on our podcast. Yeah. If he wants to come on and we'll... redeem himself, let's do it. I'm. We'll 100% talk about it. Do what? We'll talk about it. Yeah, let's. We'll we'll it's do. It's very it. diplomatic of you guys. Yep. So, Patty, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. So, um, where yeah. can everybody find you on the uh, the internets? I mean, I have um, a Facebook, of course, Patty Dwyer. I have an Instagram that is Pat underscore Star nineteen ninety, and um, I should get a twitter or start using it again but yeah, i don't sure. know i'm not using that right now so <laughs> that's all i got fantastic so uh jacob come see you? me at the duke joint at yes. the open mics though once yes. they start back june 2nd every tuesday yeah i think all three of us will be there i think oh yeah yes so jacob anything you want to throw out there before we leave tonight yes thank you patty I love you, darling. and another dimension we would be together and have beautiful <laughs> black-headed babies that all look like Gerard Way got hit by a hammer. And um, I agree. And and, and ha- happy 69th birthday to Jason. That's why Woo! we're doing this on a Tuesday. Yeah, I forgot oh, yeah, my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I forgot happy it was birthday. Thursday. I was just like, what day is my birthday? I looked, it was Thursday. I was like, oh, we better change it because I'm, I, I might be ridiculous, doing man. I don't know. It's I, all right. We'll celebrate at the juke. <laughs> yeah, we will. So uh, I think that's going to bring us to the end. So if you would like to email us, we're at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at openmikers, and we're also available now on iTunes, uh, Overcast, wherever you can find podcasts for free. And also we're going to be on Spotify very soon. If you want to listen to us on Spotify, we'll let you know when that happens. So we'll see you next week. Bye. I love you. Bye, I love you guys.